Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi everyone, how's your life going? I know the answer to that question. Probably, maybe I don't. God, that's presumptuous. Well, I'll tell you how mine's going. My laptop died. It's a new laptop. It's an expensive one. I paid a lot of money for it because I edit on it a lot and I thought that was the way to make sure it wouldn't happen. But it has and it's quite new. And so I've spent the last couple of days madly scrambling to try and get it fixed. And the man at the shop said it's going to take three weeks and he's not sure if he can save everything that's on it. And that's quite a lot of a book for one thing. And no, I hadn't backed it up recently. So that's happened. And he also said, oh, I can see the cats sleep on here. And I said, they don't sleep on there. That's rude. Um, so, you know, bit of judgment there in my hour of need. So that's how that's going. And, uh, obviously all my work happens on that computer. So all the recording and editing of the podcasts and everything. So I've spent the last couple of days trying to get the old laptop that I gave to my son, Louie, back up to speed. That's what I'm using now, recording this on that. Had to get all of his Roblox stuff off that. He's very unhappy with me. But, you know, that's life. That's life. And that all happened after I'd spoken to this week's nitty gritty guest. So I didn't even know to ask her if it was the planets. It's Maggie Kerr, my beautiful friend and astrologer. I just think she's the duck's nuts, if you don't mind my saying so. And she's here to tell us all about August all about Leo, all about how it comes together and what it all means and to give us a few tips and tricks as to how we can use it to our benefit. So here you go. I hope you're feeling in the mood for a bit of astrology. She's run off her feet, incidentally. So obviously a lot of us are looking to the stars and the planets and I would love to send my love and my best wishes out to all of the Lebanese people who are listening and all of you who have Lebanese friends and neighbours like I do. We have a huge population in Australia of uh, Lebanese Australian people. There's a huge diaspora. That's the word they use. I was in Lebanon in Beirut last year. It's a beautiful, beautiful city. Very, very special place. And they say that they have a diaspora of about 10 million Lebanese people living all around the world who still have very close ties to Lebanon. So my love and my heart goes out to Lebanese people all over the world who are probably still waiting for news 
of friends and relatives in Beirut after that terrible explosion. Gosh, again, so many just bits and pieces of news that are horrible and yet they help to sort of keep you in perspective, I think, to keep me in perspective. So yes, my laptop died and they reckon actually part of how it and why it died, just so you know, is that I, I bought one of those little stickers to put over the camera because my kids have made me so paranoid that I'm being watched. And so I stuck one of those little stickers over it that moves back and forth when I don't want to use my camera. And they said, yeah, that they actually ruin your laptops because it means that the lid can't shut properly. So I did that and and it's probably going to cost me a lot of money and maybe cost me a lot of time and effort. But you know what? Everyone in my family is safe and a lot of people around the world can't say that. So my love to everybody who is struggling for various reasons and please make her very welcome to the nitty gritty committee this week. It's just stories about the guts and the glory of life and heavens above, aren't we living it? The guts and the glory, everybody. Maggie Kerr, astrologer to the stars. You can find links to her website on my Facebook page. Get stuck into it. Love you. Take care. Please tell us what August is all about because from where I'm sitting, which is in deepest, darkest, lockedest down Melbourne, it feels, I, I, we don't know what's going on. What is going on? Well, I think, you know, the last time I did mention briefly, and I don't want to cover too much mm. old ground here, but actually we need to just check in with the what's happened to get us to now department because it yeah. really does help make sense of it. So we had the big start of the year with heavy-duty Saturn ruling laws and restrictions and authority meeting big, deep, dark Pluto, uh, ruling transformation, and they met in January, and they hadn't done that since 1518, so we've got this big 500-year cycle. So this was the beginning of a huge breaking down process, which is happening all this year, and we have big sort of upping the ante on that as we head into the second half of this year. So the general lockdown thing, I mean, you couldn't... Astrology is amazing, you know, it always... <laughs> the, the key words that go with planets and signs and things. We see them coming out into the collective and being expressed. So Saturn-Pluto is archetypal lockdown. It's just, I mean, you just can't... You, yeah. you, you couldn't, you know, write the script. In fact, <laughs> lately I've been throwing my eyes up above and going, oh, my God, you guys, what a script you've sent us for this year, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's... And, of course, depending upon where we are, we have varying degrees of this lockdown thing. So I send all my love and um, empathy to all of you kids down there, down south, um, because we're more fortunate up here at the moment. I'm on the Gold Coast, so we haven't had, you know, the, the same heavy sort of outcomes that you guys have. So, you know, it, it can actually also play out as a more individualistic thing, you know, depending upon where you live. And, and I mean, if you're American at the moment, I just spoke to my friend over there this morning, John, and he was saying you have no idea what it's like to be living here at the moment. He said it's like totally nuts. 
yeah. complete, yeah. you know, breaking down. And there's the keywords, breaking down of the old orders and that sort of thing. Well, they have their election as well brewing at the moment, and that's that's insane. They've had an insane political situation that's been building and building and building for years now. Absolutely. And, and you know, <laughs> the mind boggles when you look at the planets that are going to be in play when we get to November, yeah. uh, which coincides with their election. Um, because Saturn and Pluto that I've been mentioning, Jupiter is also in Capricorn now, so the three of them are meeting for a triple conjunction in November and December. And we haven't had one of them since 1286. So we're talking huge, big cycles here, right? So, you know, it's kind of like... And, and I guess this is the point I really need to make when we start talking about these big astrological forces and whatever. Um, you know, it's really important that we have a big picture view of things. And unfortunately, for most people, we're not taught that or shown that or given that understanding of life and time, you know. So we're actually poised now b between the past and the future. Mm. And the, the past contained a worldview and a system that was designed to, you know, consume and kind of abuse resources and planet and people and so on. And that whole system is breaking down. And it's almost like nature came along and said, listen, dudes, we've been trying to tell you for quite some time now that we have a few problems here on planet Earth and that your systems aren't working. So how about we just send virus to shut you all down so you have some time to really reflect on how are you going to do the future differently? Yeah. Got it? Yeah. Well, I've got it, but is that enough? <laughs> if you continue your work and I continue my work and lots of others like us to really get people to wake up and to begin to recognise that it's time to step out of, you know, the conditioned old... Um, you know, way we've been programmed to sort of be cogs in a machine and begin to step up and begin to, you know, affiliate and join groups and use our energy and our creative force to redesign the future. That's, that's the exciting bit in all of this. So mm. it's kind of like we're in this kind of dark night of the soul. I mean, that's a familiar term, isn't it? Yeah. And darker for some than others. I mean, if you live in many parts of the world, you've been in dark places for a long time, you know? We've been very fortunate very in, in yeah. the West. We haven't had to deal with heavy stuff, you know? And, of course, we have to always remember, uh, um, if you want to sort of comfort yourself in these times in lockdown, just remember our... Like, my parents went through World War Two, and... Um, you know, the depression before that and there's been really tough stuff before. So, you know, I think we can do it as long as we get that there's a larger process at work. And here we have these beautiful ideas around, you know, sort of spiritual rebirth and, and this, this awakening process to become more conscious. We're in a paradigm shift. It's huge. Yeah? Mm. It's bigger than Ben-Hur. <laughs> yeah. So, um, on that note... Even though you guys are, are doing your your tone tough down there, at a general level, if we look at the sun is in Leo right now, let's go there and bring a little positive in to the story, shall we? Great idea, yes. <laughs> Please, yes. Let's do that. Um, and it uh, is a really powerful day today, as so happens we're meeting 
on the full moon. Tonight is the full moon and the sun is in Leo and it will be opposite the moon in Aquarius. That's what a full moon is, sun opposite moon in the opposite signs. And um, they both form an aspect to the planet Uranus. And he's called the Maverick Change Agent. So this is a huge burst of creative force to free up our consciousness. Beautiful. Mm. Downside, upside with all these things. Downside is a little chaotic. Um, and Leo rules leaders. And Aquarius rules politics and, you know, kind of uh, community. And so we could hear about some big sort of unexpected developments uh, around leaders or politics or that kind of stuff in the next mm. few days. But personally, we can use it to sort of free up our, our core energy. You know, Leo rules the heart. So, we've, you know, we've got to grab this creative force of Leo and say, no matter where I am and whatever my circumstances are, how can I use my creative force and really free it up? Uranus is about freedom. His key words are freedom, invention, liberation, and change. Great mm. words. But he's chaotic. He's, he's, the, he's the, the god of chaos. So there's kind of like... And managing Uranus energy is tricky because he rules the nervous system. And so there's an edginess and a sort of, you know, sort of, ooh, um, in instability. Everything feels very unstable. Yes? So do you think that is why I'm getting all these phone calls from friends, these crazy tripped out phone calls about the weirdest issues where I think, oh, okay, I know why that person's calling me. And then when I answer, they're calling me about something crazy. They're saying, should I loan my boyfriend $5,000? Should I take this person to court? Should I? They're just crazy calls. Is this why? Well, especially on a full moon because yeah. moons are always, because the sun and the moon are opposite each other, they, they always sort of externalize or project right mm. so that's why the emotional charge is high on a full moon i mean that's why forever they've always employed or made sure there's extra staff on in emergency services and hospitals under full moons right true a girlfriend of mine used to work in the triple o call center and she said that was part of their training they said look we don't know why but it is a fact that on those nights full moon nights we're busier it's crazy it's hilarious i mean yeah that's the, the point the moon is emotional stuff and, mm. and the sun is, you know, the charge. So, yeah, you know, it, it, it's a charged kind of day. Um, but it also contains this, and this is where, you know, I'm always going to encourage, you know, our, our friends who listen to us whenever we speak, that we've always got to go for the positive in this stuff, whatever's going yeah. down. So the positive here is giving yourself permission to free up and say, I have the right to be creative, I'm a unique individual, I'm ready to embrace change, and I'm ready to be a progressive thinker who is willing to, you know, involve myself in changes that are going to improve our world. And also, do you think creativity in its most basic um, definition as well? Um, my daughter has bought a project, I'm going to say bought at home, but she's never left, bought it from the front bedroom, uh, where she's doing her schooling at the moment. Uh, she wanted to do sculpture for this thing so very quickly before the lockdown I hired us a pottery wheel so that we could you know do something creative with our time so 
Yeah, maybe that's in the same thing, yeah. Exactly it, because uh, mm. the planet Uranus that I'm talking about, he's in the sign of Taurus, mm. um, which rules Earth. Anything yeah. to do with, uh, you know, literally the Earth and yeah, the environment great. and, you know, the and, and Taurus rules art and music and, you know, literally sculpture, Earth, yeah. classic clay, clay, mud, clay. Yeah. You got it. Um, and Leo is the basic creative impulse that drives mm. us all. You know, people often say, well, what is creativity? I don't think I'm creative, you know, blah, blah. No, well, we're all creative somehow. Mm. Often we, we can be maybe a little unconscious about how our creativity works, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's absolutely right on the money. Get out the sculpting wheel. You're in lockdown. Get creative. And, I mean, the other thing about astrology a lot of people don't really realize it's a system it's not just a random set of different signs um it's a system it's a 12-fold process it starts at aries and that's in on the 21st of march the sun goes into aries and our year begins and we release an impulse for you know our creative force for the year and then we add taurus then we add gemini then we add cancer then we add leo then we add virgo and so on so as you go month by month you're adding an ingredient to your year. So you're not leaving the behind. We're, we're building. Yes. Yes. Mm. It's a building mm. system. You got it. Yeah. And when we get that, it makes it much easier to go, oh, you know, so we're, for instance, a few months ago, we're in Gemini time. So it's like build and use the communication function. Open your mind and mouth. Learn something. Connect. Do all that. Mm. Cancer. Build your foundations. Deal with your home and family. Make sure things are safe. Leo, open your creative impulse. Open mm. your heart. Got it? Yeah, so it's like a, and it's a checking in system so that annually we are checking in on those parts of ourselves and our lives once a, once a year, once a cycle. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, see? Yeah. It's so simple. In fact, yeah. to that end, I created something a few years back called the 12 system, which is... Um, my uh, process of teaching this to people without all the astrology because mm. astrology is often a bit overwhelming for people I think oh that's complicated I, don't, you know, I don't, don't think I can deal with that so I took all the astrology out of it and I just called it into a tw- I just turned it into a 12 fold system and it starts at stage one and then you add stage two and then you add stage three and so you go till you get to the 12th you know part yeah. of the process so when you learn how to do it like that, it's so empowering because you're like, oh, okay, this is what I'm meant to do this time of year. This is, right? So, for instance, Leo time is this marvellous creative burst. Um, and Leo has a lot of the associations with, oh, you know, uh, partying and fun and being childlike and, you know, daring to be spontaneous and all those lovely things. Well, it's a bit sad right now with Leo that you can't go out and party, but, you know, <laughs> you guys. But you can still say, hey, I'm a creative individual. Let's, you know, use it. What am I going to do with my creativity right now? Mm. And it opens the... It's about passion. Because, you know, when we start to talk in... in, in, in there's all sorts of levels that astrology operates at. And, and its highest f- functional feature, of course, is the spiritual essence of the fact that, you know, we are creative 
um, spiritualized beings. So when you get into the idea of the lion and Leo, it symbolizes strength and leadership and passion and courage and so on. Um, now the sun rules Leo, so it's in its own sign, so the sun is dignified when it's in Leo. And Leo rules the heart center, and heart is the center of love, right? Mm-hmm. Now the sun symbolizes consciousness, and that's the whole purpose for human evolution. So if you do a simple equation, heart equals consciousness equals love. So our heart is a powerful force that creates our consciousness. Yeah. Okay, got it. Your mantra is when the sun is in Leo, I am love. And you put your, you know, literally, you know, rub your heart and open your heart. And we all need to do that right now because we're in a really tough time. We need to be as loving and caring and compassionate of everyone in our world that we can possibly be right now. Never has have yeah. we needed the, you know, the, the passion and the courage of Leo more than we have right now. And it's interesting. I feel like maybe Leo's helping me because I somehow have found myself more loving towards the kids when it's been so hard for so long. And even my son said to me the other day, why are you spoiling me? <laughs> you know, even he was like, why? Where is this coming from? And it was nothing in particular. It was just like times when he expected to get in trouble for something I, he didn't. And, you know, I just offered him eggs in the morning when he went, mm, that's weird. So it was just, I don't know, you know, somehow I've just found a bit more patience and compassion. And so maybe that's... Because that's the whole Leo. point. When the sun's in Leo, there's this mm. opening, this beautiful opening of this force. As you look into the evening sky and you, you track the moon, you'll see the two bright stars just um, beneath the moon and that's Saturn and Jupiter. I've seen a bit of that on Facebook. I've seen some people taking photographs and saying, are they Saturn's rings? You know, some people are being able to see them a bit and and photograph them. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty rare timing that you're going to get the moon hanging out. And the other planet that's there but you can't see is Pluto because he's also in Capricorn with Saturn and Jupiter. Um, It's nice. So, you know... By the end of the year, um, Saturn meets Jupiter, and um, that will be right sort of heading into late December, and they both go into the new sign of Aquarius together, and that's what gives us such hope for next year, because we go from this heavy-duty, hard lockdown, breaking down of the old order, all these planets in Capricorn, because Capricorn rules government and, you know, um, corporate and business and all of that. And then we go to Aquarius next year. And Aquarius is, you know, the whole uh, unity consciousness. We are all one. But in that true sense of everyone has the right to work together consciously and co-creatively. And that's mm. what we're heading towards next year. So that's why, hang in there, folks, because we're, you know, it's, it's, it's a process. And, and we're heading yeah. into new territory next year. And the other thing about... Um, August, which is cool, is that over the next week into mid-August, um, the planet Jupiter... Now, Jupiter's force is to expand and open new opportunities. That's why, even though he's part of the big Capricorn gang this year, that's why I keep saying to everyone, hey, look for the opportunities. 
right? Mm -hmm. There are opportunities in here. So, you know, look at what's happening to nature right now, you know, without all those planes that have been around. And there's a whole lot of healing going on on so many levels out in Mother Nature. Um, And and many other things. uh, uh, There's a lot of opportunity involved. Anyway, Jupiter will be triggered by Mars. We introduced him last month, if you remember. Mars is now in Aries for the rest of the year. So Mm -hmm. he's a big, strong, you know, sort of yang kind of action force. And he meets Jupiter in the the middle of the month. And so it is actually quite a positive kind of period um, for opening up new, you know, expansions. Like if you've got projects or gigs or things you want to release or, you know, opening new territory, then it's actually a really positive time around this next week or two, okay? So, you know, don't miss that one. Um, And then we have a new moon on the 19th in Leo. So this is our main new moon in Leo for the year. So again, big creative push, which is all, you know, contained in in this August time, right up to the 22nd, and then the sun goes into Virgo, and we move into the earthy practical force of Virgo, and so from the 22nd of August, right through then to the 21st or so of September, sun in Virgo, and we get back to practical planning and strategy and daily work and health matters. Right. Go to the accountant and deal with the details and clean out the cupboards and if you haven't already. Um, but you mean so we're out of that sort of nervous energy that we're into now? We can straighten out, straighten out our brains a bit. I think so because once you get the, once you get planets in Virgo, they're more stable. They're, you know, right. as you know, Earth it, 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 it gets. Mind you, we're still doing Mars in Aries for the rest of the year, so mm. there is this kind of you know, fight or flight adrenal energy around. So you really need to know how to manage that. That's where we need our mindfulness skills, you know, our our spiritual training, um, breathing, uh, meditating when you can, um, going out into nature, hugging trees, lying on the grass, you know, Mm -hmm. um, anything you can do to ground yourself. Mm. And switching off, I really think it's important... Not to watch too much media. Media overhypes everything. They're mm-hmm. making it so big, so dramatic. So, and then the social media and everybody's slanging at each other, and it's so negative. Mm-hmm. Like we know this awful time is happening. Um, so check in a little, you know, once a day or so, and go, "Yep, there's where it's at, and here's the restrictions or the non-restrictions or whatever your gig is," and then switch it off. You know, don't. Because it, 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 it's very anxiety-producing. Yeah, and feeling like you need to be constantly updating yourself, like you're going to miss something. And, yeah, that's the cycle I could get into. It's like, oh, I have to keep checking, keep checking. And there's really no need to. There's not. You have to be very careful. Well, remember, these are addictive, these, these mm. devices. It's, it is. It's literally about our nervous system. So we need lots of magnesium. Yes. And then, mm. by the way, for the immune system, which I don't hear nearly enough about in mainstream, you know, there is on about... Oh, God, so many other facets of this virus. But when do people talk about take care of your immune system? Um, Our immune systems are really compromised on this planet. Yeah, Mm. We've been really damaging our immune systems for, for decades now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One little thing, which I think would be a bit, bit of a fun to, thing to mention, and not that she's probably having much fun at the moment, but I've um, been looking at <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell's chart. Um, what a fascinating woman. Ah, oh, she is. And mm. especially when you see her chart. Um, mm. uh, I, I first came across it, you know, quite a while back, because when the whole Epstein thing came up, she, you know, she came onto the front burner a bit. Anyway, she is a Capricorn, and she has the Sun in Capricorn, and Mars in Capricorn, and Mercury in Capricorn, and Saturn in Capricorn. So wow. she's a very, very Capricorn lady. And all in the eighth house, which is the house of... Sex, money, and hidden matters. Too funny. Okay. That's amazing. It is. And the sun and Saturn in Capricorn, that represents her father, who was, you know, Maxwell, the publishing mogul, who mm-hmm. died mysteriously in mm-hmm. some, you know, there's the eighth house again. So when, oh, by the way, she has a Leo moon, so there's that kind of look she has about her. Definitely, it's very proud lioness look, actually. She does, and she's got that association with all the rich and famous and royalty and all that sort of stuff, yeah? Mm. Um, Okay, so Saturn has a 28-year cycle Mm -hmm. for all of us. So in her case, she had Saturn in Capricorn. So when she's 28 and she has her Saturn return, that's the first time Saturn goes around the circle, she met Epstein. Oh, did she? So this time she's having her Saturn return... Oh. Wait for it. So 28 years later, uh-huh. she's having her second Saturn return. So she's in her late 50s. The day it was exact, she was arrested by the FBI. Oh, my God. I mean, I just looked at it and went, you can't write the script for this. It's amazing. It's seriously amazing. Mm. So she's in deep doo-doo. Um, mm. <laughs> and yes, she is. There's more to come. So yeah. the main thing is it'll be interesting to see if she manages to stay alive because she's got the goods on a lot of people. Yeah, right. And, 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 and you know, he's, he's not around. It's so interesting that she's left carrying the whole thing. He, he's dead and, you know, how that happened, who knows? Another mystery. It's like the yeah. mysterious father's death. Yes. And then we have the mysterious Saturn son, the next, yeah. the next guy that she constellates as Saturn son is Epstein, he yeah. dies mysteriously. It's like you see these, it's just fascinating to yeah, see mirrored. how these archetypes all play out in someone's life. 
And um, yes, so over the next few years, she will then have Pluto comes onto her son. So that is, um, you know, that's getting locked up big time, or it is departing the planet because Pluto can rule death. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm very much intrigued to see what happens to this woman. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, personally, I don't wish her ill will at all. I don't know her, but she certainly doesn't seem to have a very nice sort of energetic with her uh, you no. know, interests and associations. <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. She's um, an intriguing character, that's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, shall we just say happy birthday, Leo? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Leo. This is their beginning of their new year, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when the sun returns to its where we're born, that's mm-hmm. called a solar return. Okay. So that issues or opens the new year for mm-hmm. for for anyone. So in mm-hmm. this case, it's Leo, right? So Leo, you have your new beginnings, and there's a nice connection here to higher learning and teaching and publishing and really expanding your knowledge or getting something out there. What have you got to say? Have you got been writing something? Are you, you know, wanting to share a message of some kind? So this is a really positive time for our creative Leos. And then after the 22nd, when the sun goes into Virgo, then they start tuning in on money and wealth creation and... Um, and a bit like we were talking about before with you, the arts and that side of things. We'll talk about you. Oh yeah, sure, Gemini. Oh no, I'm not Gemini, am I? I'm Taurus. I found out. <laughs> That's right. Yes, that all my whole time. yeah, my whole life I've, I've thought I was Gemini, but I'm Taurus. You had a complete re-identification. <laughs> well, you are very yes. Gemini. So the Leo for you, the Sun is in the fourth house of home and family. So very much a period where you're very much, you know. And remember the sun, so it's creativity. Suddenly, a creativity. So it's all about home and family, and it can also involve uh, with the Uranus factor. You could be maybe I don't know making a renovation or a change or doing something new, something that you've wanted oh, to, we're, to free up. We're very much moving the house around, but we're always doing that. But yes, because the kids, you know, they're always evolving, and they definitely they've decided they want their own rooms. Although they still sleep together because they're twins and so that you can't really, yeah, pull them apart. But yes, we're definitely, I'm looking around now because I've, this is my new office space, which I spent all weekend working on. Awesome. Thank you. I love it. And because they kicked me out of my old office space and it's, yeah. Oh, I love it. The kids, see, I told you, change it. Yes. And then after the 22nd, the sun goes into Virgo for you. That's into your fifth house then. So that's a very creative time for you once you get to the 22nd you sort of have a whole new creative project that's going to start to come on stream or you'll be re-inspired to do Mm -hmm. you know something new um gemini leo your the leo sun for you is in the third house or zone of the chart by the way the houses are the areas of our life so mm-hmm. when a planet is in that house, that area of your life is stimulated. That's mm-hmm. how it works with houses. So for Gemini, the sun's in the third, which is all about learning, connecting, social media, social networks, and all that sort of stuff. And it's also there's a, there's a challenge to free something up here around... Um, sometimes with Gemini, there's, there's, there's core beliefs about not being heard or... So there's a give yourself a permission here around it's safe for me to be heard and understood. I've got something to say and they're going to hear it. It's okay. Mm. Yeah? That's that's interesting. For Cancerians, 
the Leo Sun is in your second house of resources. So this is about freeing up creative solutions around money and new earning streams, that kind of stuff. And it also can brings in uh, connecting with a new group or tribe or something to do with community, um, which is important. It's like you know a cause or or you know getting getting involved in a community effort or enterprise around something. Because remember, Cancerians their primary driver is about nurturing things. So they they need you know to have that sense of something I can connect with apart from you know beyond just the immediate family, and then after the twenty second the Virgo sun uh, sun goes in Virgo, and then they go into a learning networking sort of phase as well. Um, Virgo, so ah so this is a quiet zone time for Virgo because the sun's in the behind the scenes twelfth house. So this is an excellent time for developing your psychic your spiritual life. You know maybe. Uh, Having, doing doing some psych training in psychology, uh, learning about uh, you know the higher spiritual level of who you are, becoming you know that's interesting because Virgo is a left brain sub um, um, sign, you know rules the mind so they're very cerebral and mental and logical and rational. And so this is a time to sort of go, okay, I've also got an irrational side. I've got a part that is mysterious and works at a more mystical and intuitive level. So mm. it's time to learn to put those together more. Yeah? Learn to Nice. Yeah. Learn to forge the link between the mind and the intuitive mind. Yeah? The mm. rational and the intuitive. Very important actually at the moment for all of us, but especially for Virgo at the moment. And then after the twenty second the sun goes into Virgo and it's there, happy Virgo. Happy Virgo, happy birthday time. <laughs> and then Libra. So that's, uh, Libra loves the sun in Leo because it's really in the, the community zone of the chart so that can be quite social. The other thing about Libra at the moment is they're, you know, with Mars in the opposite sign, Aries, within their relationship house, it's really about claiming your power, Libra, in the midst of partnerships and relationships. So, you know, give up being so complying and putting up with stuff so I need to assert yourself a bit more and say hey excuse me this is me and this is what I need okay Scorpio now this is a big one the sun in the in Leo is in the 10th house the top of the horoscope so this is Korea so this is an excellent phase to really put some energy into pumping out some fresh creative goals and, wow. and putting some energy into your career area and it's also got a lot of strategic planning stuff involved in it because Mars is in, in, in the sort of um, the sixth house, the daily work planning area. And um, then Sagittarius uh, loves the sun in Leo. All the fire signs love it when the sun's in a fire sign, right? Makes sense? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Aries loves it. Leo loves it, of course. And then Sag. So this is the ninth house for Sag, which is higher learning, questing, looking for expanding horizons through you know, learning or knowledge, again, mm-hmm. teaching, getting something out there. Um, you know, really kind of, it rules what we call dissemination of knowledge. That's uh-huh. why it's associated with publishing and media and all those sort of things. So it's a great writing, teaching time. And it has also an opportunity to open a new leadership function in some way that'll come into play um, yeah so uh, and then after the 22nd the sun goes into their 10th house and that's a career focus then for them and uh, Capricorn 
This is in uh, Sun in the Eighth House, which is um, the behind the scenes, deeper, unconscious power areas of the chart. Um, so it's a great time to really become aware of what are, what are any old core beliefs I have that are blocking my power. Yeah, it's time to release, time to let go of anything that's blocking the old, you know, the, the true potential of power. Because, meanwhile, back to Aquarius. The sun's in the seventh house. We love sun in Leo in the seventh. I'm an Aquarian, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's about opening new partnerships and alliances. Hello, Michelle. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. that support the Aquarian, you know, inspiration, which is to be a change agent, which is to improve the human condition. And it's also connecting with Mars in Aries, uh, which is about having the courage to speak and write and share and get things out there. Um, and after the 22nd, Virgo, Sun in Virgo, uh, goes into a bit of timeout time for Aquarius and back to the research. That's what I'll be doing as I head into later in the month as I go into writing more of my big online astrology course and completing you know some research around a lot of things and then good old Pisces the sun in Leo is in their sixth house which is the daily work and health systems so an excellent time to you know put your creative mojo into again plans strategy organizations analysis you know lining up the balls because then after the 22nd the sun goes into Virgo which goes into the next house or the next area, which is um, the seventh house, which is PR and marketing and getting stuff out there, right? Mm. Yeah, selling, selling your projects. Ah, whoosh! There you go. <laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> no, no, I've got to make a video after this and send it off to oh. America. It's all going on right now. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when, when is that video up, by the way? When can we watch that? Oh, it's for Evolve. The video right. is actually for John Edwards' Evolve mm-hmm. group. For mm-hmm. those who may know John, he's a wonderful man and he has an yeah. excellent online community called Evolve. Mm-hmm. So you can join Evolve and okay. um, just go to johnedward.net. And so he has lots of contributors, really cool, interesting people of all kinds. Mm. He's a very interesting, conscious man. So mm. I just make... Uh, videos for the Evolve Network, um, mm-hmm. where I'll be talking about the rest of the year. And right. uh, yes, John and I have been mates for many a year. He's a very nice man, and I think we, you know, that's how I connected with you. Yes, definitely. He put me onto you. Yep. He, he suggested that I um, make an appointment with you. I can't remember why specifically. There was, we were talking about some issue, something that I wanted help with. And he said, oh, you must talk to Maggie. It could be something to do with the fact that he's quite intuitive. He has a... Mm. <laughs> he has a yes, really, could be, yeah. <laughs> he, that. he has a really yeah. wonderful and uncanny knack of matching people up. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And he's very generous. Yes. He, he mentors a lot of people, just quietly mm. and in his own kind of offbeat way. Like, he's not a touchy-feely guy, John, he's, but he's mm. very, very warm, very um, smart guy so he's got this marvelous knack of lining up the right people with the right people so they can all support and help each other yeah yeah it's quite um yeah it's quite spooky he's, he's really good yeah. at it and they've mm. got a big facebook um 
group, which you have to apply to be part of once you're a member of Evolve. So, mm-hmm. yeah, go and have a look. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just go to johnedward.net and then you can click on Evolve and then you can join it. It's a membership thing. Um, mm. But they, he has great, you know, um, well, they're virtual events these days and, you know, you can get read by him. And, mm. and always his message is, is very powerful around the, you know, well, his favourite words, uh, communicate, validate, appreciate and evolve. Um, so, mm. yeah, he's, he's got an Aquarian mood. He's a very kind of community kind of conscious kind of man. Mm. That is Maggie Kerr, astrologer. She's so wonderful. Don't forget to go to my Facebook page and you can get links to her Facebook page and everything else that she's doing. And of course, John Edward, who we were just talking about, is the John Edward from Crossing Over. God, God, I love that show. I used to come home from school and uni and just everywhere I was and watch that show when he would be giving people readings. Remember, he is beautiful. He's such a sweetheart of a man. And yes, he is the person who said to me, Maggie Kerr, you should go and have a reading and, and get to know Maggie Kerr. So he put us together and Maggie was just telling us that he has a community called Evolve online and she does videos for him. So that's what we're talking about. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Nitty Gritty Committee. It's made in association with the ACAST Creator Network and coming up in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking to Constance Hall, who is such a wonderful, she's a very good friend of mine and a lot of people we probably don't know that because we don't make a big song and dance about it, but we are very supportive and helpful to each other. Lots of texts flying back and forth when various dramas erupt in our lives. And she's a lovely person to chat with, always puts a smile on my dial. So keep an ear out for that. Constance Hall coming up on the Nitty Gritty Committee. Take care. We'll talk soon. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.